from around the world. And hiding in that part of your dryer where all your socks disappear? This is Paranormal One. again here we are and here you are with us thanks for joining us again on paranormal one this is mike grasso here with steve bartell and josiah lee henson how are you doing guys good mike how's it going good <laughs> doing all right all right thanks I, I i almost said josiah's name first and it was like i, I got like this temporary mind freeze <laughs> like oh no i don't know how to talk now So the uh, we we've learned our ABCs. Oh, Josiah, did you get your whistle? Yes, I did. It's it's behind me, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? It's cool. Steve and I, uh, I I blew it a couple times in here, and it was pretty shrill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you done it during the day when the jewelry store is open? <laughs> <laughs> no, we yet. probably should have. <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Uh, Steve's got something kind of cool too. If he if he can show it to you, did, is, where did this uh, come from? Did, did I made it? Okay, yeah. nice. Are you able to see oh, it? Oh, sweet! Yeah, look at yeah. that. And I'll be sending one out to you as well. Awesome! That's super cool. Oh well, thank you. That's, You're welcome. For those of you who can't see it, which is everybody except the three of us, um, it's a Paranormal One coffee mug. Very, very cool. Very nice, Josiah. Thank you. Now, you, you said about using, is that with the, the Cricut machine? Yes, my sister uh, bought the Cricut Maker and uh, just kind of experimented a little bit and took your file and made it into a cool coffee mug. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. That's great. Thank you. Wow. Look forward to that now. <laughs> and it's big, too. It's a big mug. Yeah. Hand wash only, by the way. It's it's permanent, but you just can't put it through the um, washing cycle noted noted oh is that it's not dishwasher safe basically? no it it is permanent but the actual the actual decal is not dishwasher uh, safe interesting it's got a hand wash so good to know okay yeah very cool nice. yes okay now i want to get myself a cricket machine <laughs> actually i'd like to get the laser engravers that would be cooler yes and, and all the ones I start seeing, like when you're scrolling through like Instagram or something like that, I'm like, this looks cool. And it, but it's a Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, like, doesn't have anybody. Doesn't have, <laughs> just want to buy it. <laughs> I don't want to fund it. Just let me buy it. <laughs> nice. But yeah, that, that looks amazing. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I really want to. Well, of course, coming from you. I really want to get a hold of a, of a, like a wood CNC machine, you know. That'd be cool. Those, mm -hmm. those are really, really neat. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I I was going to have uh, when we still at the store. I was going to have somebody make uh, Ouija boards to burn them on, or spirit talking boards, whatever we're going to call them, to to burn them <laughs> on on wood boards. And um, you know, they were doing plaques and things like that. I'm not going to say the place because they're a local family-owned place and of course now everybody in Oregon's already already knows who I'm talking about but um 
they, 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 you know, they're doing plaques for like 15, 20 bucks, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, wow, Ouija board, whatever. You know, it's just, I'll, I'll send him the file and he can just print or burn whatever it's called. A dozen of them. And he's like, oh, it'll be about $70 each. I'm like, okay. Ooh. So you really don't want to do this, do you? Huh. <laughs> like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Message received. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I was even going to provide the wood the material, the backing material. I'm like, okay. Thanks for the message back. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, and it sort of made me think because I mentioned last week too that I was working with the family over Zoom and they saw the Ouija board up behind me. That's mm-hmm. right. And the the, he's, the 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 client I was working with, you know, get the time I felt it was a reasonable request that he didn't appreciate seeing that and so forth. I'm like, okay, I, I I get it, I get it. But then I started thinking, what if? behind me instead of a Ouija board I had a menorah or a crucifix or a Buddha statue would I have had the same reaction from this person you know should I have maybe no, I wasn't going to do this, which I'd maybe tried to stay. Would I have been within my rights maybe to stay on my ground and say, you know, this is part of my belief system. I believe that it's a functional tool, not a, not a, uh, an agent of evil or however we'd want to put it. Could always just tell him too. Uh, it, it's just a decoration, you know, don't read too much into it. I did say that. It's just a decoration. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's kind of maybe a, a, a stigma that we face sometimes in doing this. Um, we're, we're, we're the. Okay, I'm going to be a little overboard here. The modern day witch is being burned at the stake. <laughs> maybe a little dramatic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it just. The more I thought about it, the more I thought, geez, that's kind of, I mean, I, I can understand not agreeing with it, but, you know, on day one saying something about it, when, especially when he does it, yeah, I, I really wasn't aware of his point of view, but he really wasn't aware of mine either. Yeah. But then I guess it wasn't his job to be. <laughs> he, was, he, he was just a guy I've, I'm working for, basically, you could say. So, yeah, I just thought that was something to throw out there and see. But, of course, now it's, you know, oh, I think we saw it last week. It's, it's behind me now. For, I, my, 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 I have two computers that face two different ways, and so I thought, okay, for the, for the fun computer, it's, it's fine to show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, so I, I guess... I don't, did you guys have anything else you wanted to cover before we get rolling? Because it kind of segues into that, what we we're going to talk about today. Nothing really, you know, nothing super pertinent to the show other than my uncle is uh, down at the Myrtles Plantation right now and sending me some cool pictures. Huh? So. Oh, wow. 
That's cool. What, nice. what, what is he doing down there? Um, he's a boilermaker, just like my brother. Okay. So um, there's a plant down there, and it's in St. Francisville, which is right where the Myrtles is. You know, he's and like. 15 minutes away from it so he stopped there and bought uh nice. ordered me a t-shirt and a bunch of souvenirs cool. and stuff so <laughs> nice yeah, cool. he said it's cool he said it wasn't spooky during the daytime but he can imagine at nighttime it would be very spooky <laughs> yeah that, that whole area just be so different at night yeah yeah but that's all i had really nice now is this the one that you know or do you have a brother that works around here sometime where i live yep uh i've got a brother and he he does the same exact thing but they they work for different kinds of um contractors so you know one might be on the other side of the country one might be in in the middle you know you never know okay yep wow all right you know circling back circling back around to what you were just talking to about the stuff in the background as you're doing your zoom meeting for work and everything what if you what if you experienced a customer a customer or someone you're working with that uh sees all of your star wars memorabilia and says oh i'm more of a trekkie you know and wants you to take that down <laughs> because you know what i'm saying it's kind of yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like uh this is my living space that i'm coming to you from and i'm not changing anything right because you you don't like it you know yeah and it's not like something is in your face or offensive or whatever you know and they don't like it that's their problem not yours it, it's i mean it, it, if i've learned anything from facebook um it's just stay <laughs> off of facebook but you know the, the, you, you get these little sayings sometimes it's like yeah I'm, I'm i'm all for freedom of religion as long as it's as, as it's the same as mine yeah right you know as long as it's my religion i'm all for it um and I, I think some of that speaks to the area where I live. Um, it's it's not quite as open-minded about some things yeah. as, as as where you guys are. Um, and, and I understand that. You know, I accept that as a part of living here that, okay, I get it. Um, and, and that's why I know, like, when I started dipping my toes into doing public events um, the, before the one got canceled, there were people, like, uh, laughing, like the laugh emoji thing at um, the, the announcement when it went up that we were going to be doing this investigation. And actually, there, there were several people that, that did that. I'm like, okay, hmm. I, 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 guess, I guess anywhere you go, people are going to be a little bit skeptical about it and that but um you know there's there's i guess there's just some things that people aren't willing to let go of some ideas they aren't willing to let go of or accept um and i I guess (laughs) not not to sound you know self-righteous or anything but sometimes you need to be the bigger person and be like okay i'm i'll just back off so you can feel more comfortable and i'll do my thing quietly over here and, yeah. and not not put it in your face because i mean it sounds like you guys run into that sometimes too with i don't think as much where you are now i mean I in the beginning there's a lot more pushback i guess anytime you go into a new place and then once it gets established you see less of it but it never really goes away yeah i would agree with that wholeheartedly mm-hmm. yeah so, but, but you know, yet you see some places like, well, like the Myrtles, you know, or or I, 
Gettysburg, where there's an entire industry built up around this. Yeah. And people can say they don't believe, but they'll take your money when you come to town for that stuff you don't believe in. Yep. So, well, I guess but that's a good place to jump in here because sort of in, in, in talking about what we're doing, what, one of the first people I ran into when I was starting the ghost tours there at Conover, um, the person ta- started talking about respect for the people who, the families of the people who worked in the factory. Um, and I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. What are you getting at? And she continued that, um, you know, exploiting the spirits of departed loved ones was not ethical and it was disrespectful. And okay, I got it, but sh- here we come back to this. She didn't really understand what I was trying to do. Yeah. Right. Um, so. And I think no matter what happened as time went on, no matter what, nothing could have happened to change her mind. She was set. And, and, and I do get it. I do get it. Because inherent in what we do, as far as, you know, if we say ghost hunting or paranormal investigation, uh, there is an implication of tragedy there. Somebody suffered a loss. Families have suffered loss. And we are reaching out trying to depending how you look at it disturb the eternal rest of their loved one okay um again that that, that's a way of looking at it i would argue that the fact that they are not the fact that they can communicate with us um indicates that they have not discovered their eternal rest exactly Mm mm-hmm yeah, so um, sometimes we get these these places where there are hauntings, not necessarily for a specific incident, or there's a specific person haunting it per se, but sometimes it's it's a, an energy of a situation, the power of something, and something that comes to my mind when I'm, when I'm thinking about this, although it's not a perfect example, but to kind of get the idea, is the Eastland disaster in uh, Chicago. Sure. Um, it was what, it was, it was, it was Easter, an Easter Sunday, or a, it was a holiday. For some reason, Easter's in my head. But um, it was a, a, a pleasure boat, kind of a mass a whole bunch of people on the boat. Um, I think I think there were a couple layers or levels to it. In fact, yeah, it was multi-level. Yeah, and uh, it was overloaded. It capsized, and what a couple hundred people. I think I it, was it was to the tune of eight hundred. I'll look eight, it up. That really many. Quick. I know it was. Yikes. It overwhelmed every morgue in the town, and they were using yeah. cold storages as morgues. I I, I think. And 800, the 800 that survived were about half of the people that fit on the ship, I believe. Half the people survived, wow. half the people perished. So, in fact, the uh, Oprah's studios was were used, used as, as a temporary morgue as well. Yep, yep. Harpo. Yeah. It, it, they, uh, they talked about some, some happenings there that they attribute to that. 844. Passed away. That's how many people yep. died? 
Yeah. And, and the wow. ship held like okay. 1,300 or yeah. 1,500 people. Or something That's like incredible. That. To my understanding, they all went to the one side to look at something. They were, everybody pointed at something out in the water, and everybody rushed to the one side, which offset oh. the weight distribution and whoop, right over. Unbelievable. So an event like that, so sudden, so tragic, just so huge, um, that had to impart some energy onto a place or, or into the place. So in addition to the 800 plus individuals who, who lost their lives and may or may not have been left behind, um, the workers there, the, the emergency workers, the, the just the people passing by who were trying to help, the people who were traumatized by that, just the immensity of it, who were caring for the, the, the victims the, the, the people who were injured in it, uh, and even the, the, the survivors. I mean, you talk about a supercharged emotional event. Bingo, there you go. So maybe this was a good example. Uh, I wasn't sure when I started, but th- this is a big one. Um, so events like that can leave imprints on an area. So you might see activity not necessarily tied to a person but it could be an event, a location. People have pointed out the energy produced by Conover as they were producing pianos in this factory for decades and decades and decades left some residual energy as well. Just the, 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 the machinery and the hustle and the bustle and the, the emotions of the people who, who worked and lived and died while being a part of that place, that that, that energy can, can all build up to. So... If we step back for a minute and look at the times we're living in right now, um, we had a conversation, I think it was after the podcast last week, after we recorded, um, I think, Steve, you, you pointed out that even though there are so many people dying from the pandemic, overall, deaths worldwide are, are down a bit. Um, I think deaths or from, in the U.S. Maybe yeah, deaths from other causes like the uh, the flu's been almost completely eliminated this year <laughs> because yeah. everyone's masking and doing different things to stop from spreading. When you the wash pandemic. your hands and stay away from people, right? So you don't get the flu either. So even yeah. though the pandemic is responsible for a lot of deaths, the overall death toll, you know, you know, per per year, is kind of even it's kind of level you know sure so people aren't dying of other things but the pandemic is claiming more lives than you know than people that would die of that you know what i'm saying the other right, other right. causes are way down so now this is so different too because you know you, you got the flu and you're dehydrated and you're going downhill and not feeling well and they take you to the hospital and oh no grandma's in the hospital with the flu and and then all of a sudden wow she she's she's gone now we're getting like you know 27 year olds who go to the hospital because they're not feeling well uh they get put on a ventilator and 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 two weeks later they pass away uh the the, the, the family and, and that individual has a tough time, may have a tough time dealing with that. Because like, hey, I went to sleep and now I'm dead. You know, mm-hmm. if there is a consciousness. And that's something that, you know, we'll, we'll talk about um, 
later on, not not today, but in, in another in another time. But this consciousness of like, like, whoa, hey, I came to the hospital because I had a cough, and now th- 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 this can't be happening. Um, again, if that is the way that, that people experience it. Well, the, but you, we look at... The, oh, go ahead. Well, typically, no matter what you have, a trip to the hospital, you go there with the mindset that whatever's wrong with me, they're going to be able to fix it, you know? Yeah. You, you know, if something yeah. more happens, you're in the right place because your heart stops, they're there to rescue you and save you. And with this, pan, right. with this pandemic in this particular instance, there's nothing they can do, you know? All rules, I'll, I'll throw the old rule book out the window. Right. We, we've got a new, we've got a new set of rules we're following. So, in addition to those immediate factors, that of course, I mean, people are dying from this, and families are suffering. We also have people in isolation, people losing their jobs, losing their homes. Um, the, there is this accumulation of energy right now. And, and we can look at it as, let's say, potential energy. Okay, it's building up. It's waiting to be released. Uh, this is the pressure cooker. Okay, we're, we're turning up the heat on the pressure cooker. And sort of like the, the Eastland disaster uh, times five every day spread out across America. Um, over time, if we subscribe to this idea that energy, emotions, can... Uh, I don't know, build up, can bring on um, paranormal activity and paranormal energy... Are we getting ready to step into something really massive and huge here soon? Or has it already even started to happen? Um, if, if we're looking at this, how do we have it? Steve, again, I think it was last week you mentioned about a lot of um, uh, a lot of ghosts are like wearing Victorian outfits and stuff like that, like old timey garb. Yeah, I, I think I think Josiah might have mentioned that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, but Wasn't we it? always we always you know think of you know or when we see figures, it seems like they're always in period clothing, and it's always from yeah. the 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 not recent past. I mean, you know, people will say, yeah, grandpa died last week and I saw him sitting in his favorite chair smoking a cigarette. Now, this week, you know, okay. Uh, You you hear things like that. And we're not dismissing those stories. I mean, who knows what can, we don't know the rules. We don't know how this stuff works. But but yeah, we we do see a lot of these old, uh, quote unquote, old spirits. Um floating around uh and and is it because of something in that time was it maybe some personal intense emotion if that's the case then we could probably be seeing a lot more mod- modern era ghosts um was it something about the times in which they lived that gave the spirit this boom this extra boost of energy or do maybe some a spirit has to be in its spiritual form for a certain amount of time until they 
and I think you guys talked about this too. They learn how to manifest. Yeah, like they learn how to communicate. Yeah, or maybe they have to accumulate energy to be able to do that. Like the movie Ghost. Yeah, you know where Patrick Swayze's trying to learn how to interact with stuff, and he's like trying to move that coin. Yep. On, um, you know, is there something like that? Where you've got to go through this learning process. Maybe not as fast as that. It might take longer. But then you're, you know, you you, you hear all all types of stories about. I, I received a signal from a recently departed loved one, and I think some of those are looking for signals. Very much. Yeah, but you know what? If it gives people comfort, wonderful. I I, I again I unfortunately a lot of people that i know right now um including myself have been through things recently that yeah it is nice to get that little bit of comfort from time to time it it, whether valid or not i'll take it um it's it's okay so you know what i'm wondering is with if if we do if we are in a period of time where this energy is building up and maybe there's going to be an explosion or maybe it's the burner is going to be on low for a while and just keep that intensity growing and growing and growing. Are we going to start seeing maybe 50 years from now, a hundred years from now, um, a whole bunch of ghosts with face masks? It's definitely a possibility. I mean, really, if you think about yeah. it in that context, why not? Yes. Yeah, so, or like, oh, go ahead, well, so, so, so I, I guess what you're, what you're saying is, from the time in which someone passes away to the time in which their spirit or apparition is seen, um, a good amount of time seems to have elapsed. That's why we see them in older clothing and things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, if that's the case, then we may see uh, spirits with masks on at some point. I, I kind of, and, and I don't want to take this off on a tangent, but, you know, it, my theory on if someone were to see a spirit, I kind of think that the spirit that is visualized or the spirit form in which they take, um, I, my theory is that it's somewhat like the matrix. Remember in the matrix, uh, you know, Neo comes in and he's got Harry's in a cool outfit, whatever, you know, and so is Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> and then yet he knows that in all reality, he's bald with no hair on his body, whatever, whatever. And they, they explain it as, yeah. you know, the way in which you visualize yourself is the way in which other people will see you in here. You know, mm-hmm. I almost wonder if spirits are maybe the same way. I, I mean, like you said, Gramp, grandpa passed away and comes back. Are you going to see him as the elderly person that you remember him from a few weeks ago? Or are you going to see him as yeah. in his prime and maybe his forties or fifties or, or how are you going to see him and how do they want to be seen? You know, so that yeah. uh, that's just I don't know a theory that I have. I mean, why do we see spirits wearing glasses? Sure. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like I I, I can't see my. I mean, I, right. I mean well, yeah. I, but but I guess if you pass I'm away from processing that, if you pass away from COVID, and you don't know any better, you may be seen fifty years from now wearing a mask. But why would you wear a mask? Because it's kind of a annoyance and if you're able to you know choose the way that you're seen by other people why would you willingly be you know showing up wearing a mask you know 
there was somebody who used to come on the tours quite a bit who who was psychic and there was actually up in those who have been there know that the the train hallway there was a gate up there at one time i think it had been moved since since then but um she said that she was seeing this guy behind the gate with like his hands on it like wanting to get out Hmm. a a, a spirit i should be clear um the spirit (laughs) wanting to to get out from behind behind this gate and i said to her why does a, a a door a wall a gate that was arbitrarily put in this position by a human being in the physical world trap this ghost how can that happen is he maybe maybe he's not complete in his spiritual journey and feels that he's still restrained by these barriers or constrained contained stopped (laughs) what what is it that that puts him behind this wall and won't let him through i thought ghosts were supposed to walk through walls did uh, you get any answer from that person no 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 what and i know that other mediums have walked through the museum and and they said i i feel like there's such and such a person right here but they're trapped they can't leave the spot you know they're stuck there and everything that's what that's what we have been told so maybe maybe something being bound to an area might have to do with a Hmm. you know a, a haunting of an object or a haunting of a very specific location or something like that and something that i try to remember as we're talking about this kind of thing is that paranormal by definition is things that aren't <laughs> normal, right? So you you look at yeah. all of these different things, all these different events, and I find them they're probably highly subjective. You know, it's it, it might apply to this particular situation A, but may not apply to situation B. And without us knowing, there's not much we can do other than theorize, you know, and just discuss it, which is, I think, what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there was... A group that came in, amazing people. I wish they could have stayed for a week um, from Minneapolis. And they were talking about the museum and the third floor as if it was like layers of an onion. They were like these first level, weak, less powerful spirits. And then there was another level behind them of slightly more powerful, you know, they were a little more active and able to do things. Then there was like this third level. They were like the bosses. They were controlling these other ones. Like when they went to the third floor, this these third level ones were telling the first and second ones, stay away from these people, don't talk to them. And, and they could like feel, the, the people walking through could feel the energy retreating away from them as they walked through. But um, the one, the, 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 the people were talking about something and apparently they got a little too close as far as um, uh, trying to explain why something happened or a connection to something historically that happened. And she was actually pushed, like shoved. I, I thought she was basically, she felt she was like jumped, like punched, like going through the museum by these third level 
entities and everything. Yeah, I mean, it was it was an attack. Yeah, it it was definitely, and it was like, it wasn't like a psychic attack where she was just overwhelmed with emotions. No, it was like a physical attack. Right. She was actually like, like yeah. Well, I I think you did say it. Well, Steve's jumped. Yeah, and and it's like wow. So even when <laughs> we think we've got things kind of figured out, now there's this extra level or two. Um, of things like oh there's a ghost it's a ghost it's a ghost right we're going to talk to a ghost you're going to hear a ghost you're going to see a ghost we're going to hear a knocking of a ghost but is it a first level ghost a second level or third level and how many levels are there and and i i guess that's something that we're going to get into it at another time but it seems like the psychics don't all i don't want to say they don't know because some really believe they know and that's great but what you know is way different than what like 30 others know. Right. And every other one of those ones right. is different and, than and, what the other 30 say. And even though that was a very interesting uh, take on the place and everything, we haven't heard that from any other sensitive that's come through there mm-hmm. at all, you know? Yeah. And how often do they drive? You know, if you really look at it, like let's say you documented it over the course of a haunting over the course of three years, how often would they drive without any communication between one another? Would it be just vastly differing stories or would they all, would there be some similar lines? That That's what I'd like to know. I think if you bring enough in, you would, f- yeah. you would experience some overlap between some of them, yeah. but, but you never know. I, I mean, you may bring in 50 of them and they all tell you a completely different story about a completely different spirit. True. And, and is that, hmm. and that's not to say that, you know, maybe a location Maybe any location you go to, they all say, oh, it's haunted by this such and such a person is here. Maybe it's not, or, or maybe that person's there sometimes, but every single time someone's in there, a completely different entity is the one that's speaking to them or a different <laughs> event. Maybe it's different from hour to hour, minute to minute, you know? And right. so maybe each psychic is 100% accurate, but there's so much stuff going on or so much variation that that's why you don't get the same story from every single that's one a good of point. them, you know? Yeah, I, I was just doing some reading, and um, there was somebody said, "Oh well," <laughs> it's funny because he said they mentioned quantum physics. Hmm. Like, there's our cue. That was my cue word. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he said there were um, some people claim that there are like more that there was you know four dimensions, but um, you know including time. But then they'll say, "Well, but now there's talk that at least there, there's probably ten. But there are a lot of theories that say there may be dozens or even hundreds more. And, and if this, you know, and of course, some theories say that, well, there's an infinite number. Okay. You know, every time we make a decision, we're splitting off another timeline. We're splitting off another <laughs> dimension. And so, you know, an infinite number of people making an infinite number of decisions over an infinite amount of time. And then we've got the works of Shakespeare typed out in the monkey room. But, um... Steve looked like what? Um, <laughs> like, you, you've heard that? No. Or, no. Okay. Because <laughs> you looked at me like, like what that? Um, th- th- it was this. It's, I, and I even forget what the premise of it is. But like, if, if there were a 
if there was a room with an infinite number of monkeys just randomly smacking on typewriters over an infinite num amount of time, mm -hmm. eventually they would um, produce the collected works of Shakespeare, Shakespeare in order without any typos. Gotcha. So there's our monkeys. Sorry, because this is just a look you gave me. <laughs> nope, nope. I I, I completely Where's understand that theory. I, I, you know, yes, I've heard that applied <laughs> to infinite, uh, you know, universe and stars and things like that. You know yeah. that yeah. that there could be so many that there could be a parallel universe because there's so many out there that in one of them, yeah, stuff's going on that's happening here as well. I mean, and if there is an infinite number of possibilities. You know, if some world, the the um, the sky is green instead of blue, or the uh, element we know is gold is actually purple, you know whatever you know sure. anything leaves are black instead of green. Uh, I don't know why colors are all popping <laughs> in my head, but if if these all any of these infinite numbers of things are are possible, then isn't it likely that in one of them ghosts exist well yeah for sure and and, and as you and, were talking to say we're not living in that one right and as you were talking about like the 2020 epidemic you know the pandemic and people wearing masks and people being isolated my mind started going a little bit into thinking something along these lines okay so there's a lot of negativity but in that negativity there's also the yin to the yang there's the positivity so people are probably procreating they're probably going to be giving birth to new lives very soon and that's a very uh i'd say a very charged moment in someone's life giving giving birth to their child so it might create some negative energy but on the other hand it might create some positive energy and if some of this energy that we're experiencing might not necessarily be the cause of a death it might be something very happy in someone's life maybe maybe that's what we're experiencing but once again we can go down a lot of rabbit holes here you know you can't just really point your finger in one direction and say this is it because there's so much and i think we're all three well aware of that but it's cool to talk about it you know there's so many different options and ideas of what this could be yeah you know the yeah, it's great and it's, it's great to talk about as long as you don't have to be right yeah yeah because i don't think we're ever going to be in our <laughs> lifetime you know those those children born from the uh from the pandemic quarantine and everything yeah they said the children being starting to be born in december through now would be called the children of the corn oh of like the q oh. <laughs> yeah well, see, okay. I, I heard coronials oh coronials, coronials. yes that too yes no, but yeah. if you think about it, like Shit. I've I've heard people say, I, I think it was you, Mike, that had told Steve and I that there was a security guard, or or something. There was a security guard involved that used to come to Conover, and he would bring his grandkids, hmm. and they'd go upstairs and just have the happiest his, his time. His grandfather, of he came as a grandkid when his grandfather was a security guard. There yes. you go. So if that was, yeah, yeah. and that man was still alive, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. could we have potentially been hearing some sort of echo dimension of them yeah, yeah just having fun up there playing yep. maybe that's what we're hearing yeah i've i've always thought that um in i don't know what it's called now the one shot the, on, on the second floor it's, it used to be the split hen house decisions. and then mom's treasure mom's treasures split split decisions it's called now oh it is split decisions yep. <laughs> okay of course it is um 
they would hear kids' footsteps running back and forth up on third floor when, of mm-hmm. course, no kids were there. Yeah. Because no kids went up there. Um, and they'd hear it a lot. I mean, it was frequent they'd hear it. And they'd like, turn up the music so they wouldn't have to hear it anymore because it was freaking them out. And that was always one of my thoughts. Could it be this guy, his, his energy from when he was a little kid having a great time with his brothers and sisters playing with grandpa late at night Ooh, we shouldn't be doing this but they'd run around and chase each other and ride the little carts like they were uh like skateboards across the the floor they had a wonderful time and they played and this yeah. was fantastic could this be their energy that we're hearing you know that people talk about are we haunting ourselves yeah yeah okay okay i was i was gonna mention this before i forgot about it. this is a good time um so I, I was in in this room earlier and, and the stairs are just a couple feet out of, out of the door from where I am. Uh, they're, they're, most of the steps come up. There's a landing, two makes a turn, two steps. Here we are. Uh, Sherry was down. She was taking a shower. And I heard footsteps coming up. And, and it seemed too quick. So I thought maybe something was wrong. She needed something and forgotten something. So I called out to her. Nothing called again, nothing. I got up. I actually stood up off my chair and walked over there. Uh, just the, the cat sitting there looking at me. <laughs> and she was nowhere to be found. So I just happened to have a REM pod. Because, okay, who just happened to have a REM pod sitting around? <laughs> we do. Yep. Um, <laughs> just happened to have the REM pod sitting right there. So I set it on the landing and t- turned it on, set it on the landing, and I walked down to see, is she in the shower? What's going on? I get to the bottom of the steps, I hear through the Jeez. ramp bottom. Oh yeah! And I turn around, and the cat's like got her nose into it. Oh, <laughs> hey, what's this? Pretty cool. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, and, and, and the the noise coming up the stairs was not loud enough for the cats to make. Hmm. Or wait a minute, it was too loud for yeah. the cats right. to I make. Right, I knew what you meant. Well, now here's yeah. my question: were, were the cats reacting to something coming up the stairs? Like, were they getting out of the way? Were they like looking around? Like, what was it that by, just by made the this time noise? I walked out, the sound was over, <clears throat> okay. and they were looking at me. Gotcha. So yeah, I, I didn't get any clue that or any indication that they were uh, seeing something hmm. or, or, or or picking up on something. But they they have in the past. It's it's really weird because they they're really in tune with areas in the house where we have a lot of crystals. Okay. It's like they, they, they sort of go to these areas. It's it's really cool to, to see them do this. So they just gravitate more toward that physical location of the house? Yeah, well, it's like that, like, yeah, like, like a three-square-foot area. Yeah. They, they just seem to go there and like sit by the crystals. Um, it, it, it's pretty cool. Very cool. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but it kind of seems at times like they're in tune with uh with these things but uh yeah so so at times they have like you know all of a sudden they both look up the stairs when we're sitting sitting in the living room and it's like okay what are you guys looking at um and i'm sure everybody who has pets goes through this at times but uh, yeah the the, i heard the REM pod going off and it was just the cat sticking her nose on it (laughs) so um but uh it, 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 it was just weird but, you know, so, you know, energies. But oh, that was that was where I was getting to. Could those footsteps have been me from four hours ago? Yeah, mm, yeah. When I walked up the stairs, um, could it have been like, or maybe from Previous the day my owners. mother died? There, yeah. And I'm carrying that energy with me. 
yeah. walking up the stairs. Um, did that replay? Was he, did the energy of that replay? You know, so am I? Am I haunting myself? Is is it me? Three months from now, when something bad happens at work and I'm feeling awful, and I'm walking up the stairs feeling just really down. Um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but if this energy can manifest like that, what are we in for? Or what are we in? So I, I, I think we, we probably won't know for a long time until we look back. Uh, but I hope somebody does. I hope somebody's tracking these things. Um, well, no. You know, th- think about it this way, though. There's been other, you know, like Spanish flu, you know, thousands, mm-hmm. thousands died and things like that. Um, yeah. I guess, would there have been a spike from that, you know, maybe 20, 30, 50 years after that? And then, you know, and then did it drop back off or did the next tragedy then contribute to the next? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I guess there there have been quite a few things throughout history, you know, like uh, World War Two, different things like that, you know, where, where there's high mm-hmm. casualties and high death counts. Um, how would the pandemic be any different than any one of those throughout history and their effect on what we're experiencing now or have been experiencing, you know? Yeah. And I, I war is awful. War is probably the most horrible thing that mankind can unleash upon itself. Um, but there's somebody, there's somebody to point to. There's a way to make sense out of it. True. You know, they, they talk about war is senseless, but you can usually track things back. You know, the the historians can look back and say these are the events that led to it, and it's like, eh, I, okay, I, I still lost my uncle George, but you know, he was fighting for a cause. He was doing what he believed. But yeah, you know, but even the you know. And, entire cities are destroyed too with innocent civilians this this is sort of like a senseless thing think about our 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 lifestyle today let me rephrase that let's think of our lifestyle 14 months ago (laughs) compared to what it would have been in 1918 or 1941 um we are a little, we're used to a little more cush and uh, pampering than people might have been in the past. Uh, I, I think that even if we are going through something comparable in scope, in, in immensity, in tragedy, that uh, if it's similar to something in the past, I think we as a people <laughs> are far less equipped to deal with something today than we would have been during World War II. Look at the sacrifices people were willing to make for this common cause, for that common cause. People giving things up, the scrap drives, the sacrifices, the rationing, the volunteering to go overseas and maybe lose your life. Um, the, the disruption to families, to government. Oh my God, they canceled baseball. Okay. We can't get a majority of people to wear masks because they have rights. 
Now, again, I'm not trying to get political here. It's just an example that the types of sacrifices people were able to do, and now I'm trying to do the math, 80 years ago, were, were so much more than we're willing to do. Now it's like, I got to have my Netflix. I got to have my internet going. I've you know got to have somebody bringing food to my door when I want to, bring my Taco Bell. People want to be inconvenienced as little as possible. And that's why I think that something this immense is causing in some ways, and this is just my opinion, in some ways it's causing a greater disruption to our, we'll say sensibilities maybe, to what we think we are entitled to in our soft living society. <laughs> now I'm talking it in general now. I understand yeah. not everybody's like that. Um, but if but if we ask people ration your food, um, you know, ship off to another country for years and years and years and maybe you'll come back, maybe you won't. Um, no long trips because we need to save rubber and fuel because we need it to help defeat this common cause. You know, the list goes on for the things that uh, people were willing to give up for World War II. Um, I'm not seeing that right now, which makes me think that when we are asking people to do these things, there's a lot more, oh, wow, this is this is terrible what we're going through. I, I mean, yes, it is terrible, of course, but but I think we are feeling it more because we're a little bit used to our easy world with you know air conditioning and jet planes and uh, Skype and Zoom and <laughs> all all the stuff we can do. Uh, how inconvenient is it for you if your internet goes down for two hours? Oh my God! What am I supposed to do? <laughs> the internet's down. <laughs> Oh, when's it coming back? Um, you know, so I, I, you know what we've been going through. I, I think is generating a lot more you know, the isolation. People alone in their homes or alone with their family, even worse with their families, for um, a year now. It's been all, practically a year that that this has been happening. The, the social isolation. Um, you know the list goes on and I'm I haven't even to start so uh, I, I really feel that people are processing this in a way that is stirring up I don't know and now my mind keeps going back to oh my son and or my husband is, is overseas and they may never come back you know they've been in Italy for three years or something like that okay that 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 you know fighting for three that's that's bad that that is that is awfully bad but um but but people are dying every day right now too yeah and, and these aren't people that signed up for anything these are people that went to the post office yeah or went to the doctor's office and oops now they're sick yeah, and it kind of makes you question could could the the frequency of apparitions and paranormal activity could it have anything due to prematurity of death so let's say that your life was naturally supposed to run the course of 90 years, but then COVID happens or you were enlisted and you go to war and something tragic happens where you get blown up. 
and your life was supposed to run that 90 year span could yeah. what we experience potentially be the remainder of that just in some sort of a holographic form or you know not necessarily hmm. holographic but something like that you know it's like we're kind of getting bits and pieces of what could have been I'm thinking like the cat just jumped up on my lap so if anybody hears purring it's okay it's not Mike um, <laughs> no, I just, I just kind of thought stomach. about we'll that tag that um, yeah well, what if Okay, so you, you you're supposed to live till you're ninety, but you die when you're thirty. Yeah, and and so maybe your spirit has to wait sixty years, that extra sixty years, to then show itself. Sure. And of course, by then styles would have changed, clothing would have changed. That's a really interesting Here's, theory. Yeah. Yeah, and I had just thought of that. I was Ooh. just thinking as Mike was talking about that, and I'm thinking, what is common among these? You know, you've got these pandemics, you've got wars all these different tragedies what's common amongst that and i would say prematurity of death you know you just you didn't expect it to happen right you know whereas the 90 year olds and things like that i mean they're you pretty much know it's their time yeah i mean even if there's not a so-called you know clock when you're supposed to go you have an expectation generally yeah yeah, you know what? My parents lived this long. My grandparents lived this long. I'm probably going to live this long. Yeah. And then you get hit by a bus. I'm like, whoa, hold the boat here. This is this was not what was supposed to happen. Or you've got these diseases that people are living in nursing homes with, and you know their life expectancy mm. is an extra. They're they're thinking, oh yeah, they're they're ailing, but they'll last another five years, and then boom, COVID hits and takes them out right away. Mm. You know, so what about then people? And this is you know just sort of as long as we're saying this, people who never thought they'd live past forty and here they're ninety in a nursing home, still, still watching Family Feud and having a good time. Good, good point. It's definitely the other side of the coin. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and that's the that's the interesting part about this, guys. I think is that it is literally limitless. We could just keep going and going and going. And yeah. it's, it's cool, but at the same time, it's actually very frustrating, you know, because you really can't put your finger on it. It's cool to talk about it, but, you know, you hear you talk to 10 of your friends and you're going to get 10 different answers. There is no single source of information. There's no exactly. Google, you know, for all of these questions or theories, you know. And yeah. And anybody that tells you that they do have the exact answer, I'd be a little leery of that person. I know right. sometimes when we're around people and they're being very definite, they don't preface it by saying, well, this is kind of how I feel. They're just telling us like flat out. I'm always a little more yeah. cautious about that. Yeah. That's, you know? yeah. And I know some people are working off their interpretations of what's happening. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, hey, if I hold a pendulum and it swings like this, usually it means blah 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 now if you hold the pendulum and it swings like that it may be a completely different thing yeah and and that's where you kind of have to learn how to interpret those results that you get and i get that maybe too they're seeing the different levels of the onion they're seeing these different layers of spiritual frequency um okay i'm seeing on level 14 and this is the way it looks like to me but to me that is my only reality so that's the way it is this guy sees on level 42 and this lady over here sees on level six so each of them believes because that's what they see that's the reality of their interpretation 
and, you know, and something else, and I'm going to jump. I, I, I sent you guys some stuff, and uh, I want to jump into just because I, I, I thought it was a neat metaphor. Um, and, and maybe this this might even be a good time to wrap things up and it could sort of lead into the next thing unless you guys have something to throw in here. But um, it's like we are on this ex- this exploration, literally stumbling around in the dark, <laughs> but also figuratively as well, trying to find answers to these paranormal questions. And what's happening as we are stumbling around in the dark is is we aren't seeing the whole trail of breadcrumbs. We're seeing a breadcrumb at a time. And what we do is we take that breadcrumb as it's maybe that breadcrumb is an EVP. Maybe it's a cold burst blast of air. Maybe it's a knocking sound. Maybe it's a shadow we see that we can't explain. But we see this crumb with no context for where the trail is, for how long it is, what direction it's going into. And a lot of times these psychics will be like, oh, there's a trail over there. And you're like, I can't see anything. I just saw a crumb. <laughs> that was it. And, and and so I think that's that's really part of... I don't know if it's a necessarily say a challenge that we may ever overcome, but it's kind of the reality of where we are. We're not getting even close to a whole picture. We're just getting that crumb. And it's really hard to paint the whole picture, to see the grand plan, to get the so-called answers that everybody wants to get out of the paranormal. Um, it's hard to get those things when we just get that little tiny morsel with no context as to everything that goes on around it. I I think that's something that we're going to have to, if we accept it, it can maybe help alleviate some of the frustrations that we have when we don't get answers. I, I don't know if the three of us, I'll speak for the three of us, we're ever going to get answers until it's we are the ones knocking on the walls <laughs> and <laughs> talking into the recorders. I, I and, and even then, maybe not. It depends maybe on what level or plane of frequency or, or vibration we end up on. That's right. We might be the ones that they're telling us, don't interact with them. You know, yeah. stay the hell away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the strong arm was the third level guys. Maybe grandpa's here now. He wants to talk to me, but somebody else is saying no. Not yet. And you think Mm. of your analogy of the breadcrumbs, and I imagine this little mouse in the dark looking for these crumbs, and he's getting little bits of it, and then a spotlight turns on, and he realizes he's (laughs) in something the size of a roller rink, you know, and there's breadcrumbs spread everywhere, so... You know, there's so many yeah. ways you can track this down, man. And what a what an awesome way to explain it. How you did? I that's a very good way to explain that. It, it it just like came to me. I'm like, this trail. We don't see the trail. It's it's too big. Yeah. It's too much. And and 
maybe it's too much for human minds to comprehend ever. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to come up with the tool to, to openly communicate. You know, it's, Edison tried it. And uh, who knows what his <laughs> results really were. <laughs> I'm sure if he were to explain it, he, it was a tremendous success. But, um, you know, all these different tools and gadgets we have, it's, it, it's not bringing us closer to the end, I don't think. At least not, not, not very quickly. Not, not as quickly as we think it might be. It's like we're just at the beginning. There's a long, long way to go. Whew. Wow. Deep. That was a lot of talking. Very yeah. deep. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, the, the, these were ideas that, that were going through my mind. Um, wanted to shoot them out to you guys, see what your thoughts were on this. I, I really appreciate you guys riding along here <laughs> giving us giving us the, the little push when we need it because yeah it's uh you know i i really feel that something big is happening um but josiah i hope like you said this may be this may be a, a rebirth a re uh Oh, geez. I'm going to say a re-evolution, but that doesn't make sense. Maybe that'll be a new word I'll make up. The re-evolution. Um, just just a, a chance for something different to happen. Kind of a reboot. A yeah, soft reboot. That's a perfect way to say it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not starting everything completely over. But, you know, we hit the pause button, sort of gathered our thoughts and... and started off again but uh you know i I, i'm really curious to see in 30 years uh if we look back and say how did this how did we come out of this fortunately everything anymore is so heavily documented whether it's tv or you know individual uh groups that are out there putting out their stuff now truthfully i mean will our stuff be out there in 30 years i don't know but will anybody be able to look back at our research and some type of big collective uh uh or, or, or quantifiable source to say yeah there were this amount of things happening in 2021 i don't know maybe that's something we need to do some some immense paranormal database who knows? Maybe the COVID ghosts are able to uh, do things no other ghosts have done before, and it becomes a whole new thing. You know, <laughs> you don't have to hunt for mm. them. You don't have to hunt for them because they will let you know they're there, and people catch it on film and whatever, whatever. Who knows? <laughs> Good point. We will have to wait and see. I'll let you know in thirty years. <laughs> and, and who's to say it's thirty? It might be five. It might be yeah. ten. Yeah. It might be. A hundred. Who knows? Yeah. Well, either way, I'll see you guys on the other side at some point, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Just don't cross the beams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, 
we will not be getting together next week. Um, there may be a special episode coming out, however. So, um, listeners, keep your ears open for that. Uh, guys, I know you've been kind of in a... I don't know, you're a flux with your scheduling and events. Do you have anything coming up at this point? Uh, nothing right now. We're kind of just taking it, playing it by ear, and we've been coming to Conover just personally and kind of bouncing around and doing things, but nothing on the schedule right now. Okay. Well, at least you have somewhere to go. Yes. <laughs> Which is great. I have nowhere to go. Well, apparently my house. Yeah, True. So yeah, so that that that's working out okay, I guess. You, you know, it's I'm, I'm good with that. When you told about the rim pod, it's funny because when we were doing investigation at a house in Erie, uh, we had a rim pod sitting on the uh, on, on the threshold of the stairs, and we were in the other room. We heard it going off. We went over there and looked really quick, you know, and you know it was it was going off, but we set a camera on it just to make sure the house cats weren't the ones setting it off <laughs> so to hear you say oh, i turned around and it was just the cat you know that's exactly why we put that camera there to uh yep. and, and we did catch it going off multiple times then without any cats present oh really yes. okay yep yeah that, that well again i don't firsthand now the cats will definitely do it <laughs> and cats being cats they will oh yeah the, the more noise it makes and the more colors it makes the they absolutely will they'll start rubbing their butts on it you know <laughs> Well, the one on my lap right now loves it, so... <laughs> nice. You you go get him, buddy. All right, guys. We will uh, get back together in a little while. Sounds good. So, everybody, just keep uh, watching, listening, paying attention, however you do, to our podcasts. Um, I know I keep saying this, but yeah, at, at some point I'm going to get more active on the social media stuff. Um, is how, however it exists. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing now a lot of websites I follow are just like reposting their Instagram account stuff. Like, so uh, even the, the internet is going mobile. That doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, <laughs> It's like I can't get away from it. What you're saying so is we're, we're, we'll, we're going to migrate to hashtags. We're, we're going to go to all hashtags then, it sounds like, you know. All hashtags? Yes. Okay. Hashtag EVP. Hashtag can you hear me? Hashtag who's here? <laughs> hashtag what's your name? All right. Maybe that will be the legacy right. of this time. Yep. Ever, ever. <laughs> okay. The new symbol on the Ouija board is going to be hashtag. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. There we go. Be like, oh my gosh, we've contacted a millennial. <laughs> okay. one thirty one twenty one at 10.12 Eastern Time. I am marking that as being copywritten. Okay. <laughs> hashtag on the spirit board. Yes. That's funny. Nice. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, we've got um, you. Of course, we've got paranormal1.com. Uh, contact. Oh, wait a minute. Para one, the number one. Para one contact at gmail.com. Uh, we've got Bartell and Henson Paranormal on Facebook. Uh, Rock River Area Paranormal Society 
also on Facebook, conoverghosts.com. And Stephen Josiah, your email again, do you remember? Yep, it's hauntedconoversquare <laughs> at gmail.com. Fantastic. And we do also have an Instagram page. Yeah. Bartell and Henson. Correct. Paranormal. Okay. Good deal. So Good we're, deal. we're hashtagging right, already. <laughs> we're hashtagging already, Mike. And I don't know if I'm going to make everybody sound old here, but I think hashtag is Twitter, isn't it? Mm, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it originated with Twitter. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it's most associated with Twitter. I think it's kind of a cross-platform now thing, maybe. Hey, why doesn't somebody tell us? Okay, Okay, here we go. The first person who wants to... um, Let's see here. Just send an email to peril1contact at gmail.com send an email telling us how these hashtag things work now I, I know it's not really that bad but this is sort of just a way to get some feedback from folks okay um, the first person who does that we will send you a paranormal one t-shirt only extra large though <laughs> it's the only size <laughs> so um, we will send you a paranormal one t-shirt so um, if you want to Get, snag a t-shirt shoot us a little hashtag message about how they work across different social media platforms and um if we the, the first person who does that will get back to you and um get your information and about how to get that shirt to you so do that and good things will come to you um so I think, guys, are we good? I think so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, you know, like us, share us, help us, love us, whatever it is that you do. Um, bring it on. We're willing to take any um, advice, comments, reactions, feedback. We want to hear from you. So, guys, uh We will be back in touch soon. So thanks again for another fun night. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. All right. Thanks for adding that, Josiah, because I couldn't hear the thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't didn't come through well, but (laughs) Steve, wow. Um, All right. So thanks, everybody. We love you all. We appreciate you listening to us, and uh, we will keep coming back at you. So... Until next time, we will see you in the dark.